0: This episode of How Long Gone is brought to you by Nissan. As a pioneer in the electric vehicle space, Nissan is always looking for ways to deliver new, meaningful technologies to EV owners. After all, Nissan has been making EVs since 1947. Their EVs have now traveled 8 billion miles by Nissan Leaf owners since 2010. Yes, my friend, that is 8 billion with a B, the equivalent of driving to Pluto and back, which is not a real planet. Think that's electrifying? One of their EVs trekked all the way to the North Pole, where all the uh, underground government military bases are run. And Nissan even tests their EV technology on the Formula E
1: racetrack. But Nissan knows that you don't get an EV just for the E. You get a Nissan EV because it makes you feel electric, because it sparks your imagination, it ignites something within you, it pins you to your seat, and it... (gasps) takes your breath away <laughs> uh, at least that's what nissan thinks about when designing their evs like the nissan aria and the famous nissan leaf it's about creating a thrilling design that electrifies its customers nissan's focus on creating a thrilling drive and an electrifying life on uh, today's world it's so important to look around you to pay attention to look for all the tiny ways life can electrify you uh, i like to feel electric um by going to dinner Um, trying new foods, and then being late to my own podcast recording so that my host gets mad at me. But we recover um, because I never do that. So every once in a while, I need to electrify my life. That's called edging. (laughs) (laughs) Nissan EVs that electrify. how long gone we live happy valentine's day from us here at your favorite podcast um it's a beautiful sunny day in new york um we're recording this a little earlier than usual because our illustrious guest needed to reschedule because i'm sure uh he had to go pick up a couple dozen roses for his main squeeze as well (laughs) um but uh you know this is what this is comes the territory jason uh How are you feeling over there?
0: I'm feeling good. It was a chill, chill V-Day. It was a little sprinkly this morning. It's cold. It's not very sunny at all. Uh,
1: Oh, hell no.
0: Pretty much all the Valentine's Day stuff has already been done. We kind of had Valentine's week, so, you know, I made a little tea, a little tea in bed. Tea? This morning. Jesus Christ. It's getting dark over there. Look, Um, some, some people drink tea. I don't get it either. I don't support it communists do it I
1: guess I don't know (laughs) the only people that should drink tea are British people we all know that you know and if you don't If you drink tea because you like hot water with a little bit of flavor in it, what about what about Asian
0: motherfuckers though? Because they kind of invented the game of tea. Actually, you're right. I
1: I apologize, Asians.
0: Not to call my fiance a motherfucker, uh, but
1: (laughs) Asians and Asians and Brits are allowed to drink tea, and of course, singers. You know, uh, uh, as a member of the community, we always have to kind of be rehabbing our voices. We're going to
0: be getting into tea talk with our guests (laughs) today, I'm sure. Um,
1: But tonight, (laughs) what
0: do you what do you guys have on the docket for tonight? The Reddit wants to
1: know. Tom Brown at the shed. Uh, Tom Brown Springs. Whatever. Twenty three tonight at five o'clock. Okay. Um, you're looking at it. Going out, going out to eat, going out to eat on Valentine's Day is a fool's errand. Everybody knows that.
0: Of course. That's why I went to the Gucci Osteria a full week in advance just to yeah avoid all the losers.
1: The real breaking Valentine's Day news is not happening. Uh, between us. Um, go on. And. Even though I'm sure a lot of people would like that to be the case. It's a...
0: Ooh, boyfriend reveal. There
1: was a, there was a photo uh, posted earlier today from um, friend of the show, Eric Andre.
0: It's Eric Andre's New York, isn't it?
1: It was seemingly one of his silly posts where his... Hog is covered by a glass of wine. He's known to do this. It's it's you know kind of silly, but then and
0: what a hog it is!
1: And you're like, oh, is this a selfie? What's going on here? Maybe he as a self timer, or maybe he's a, his a, his social media manager. I feel
0: like my mom has seen Eric Andre's penis. You know what I mean? <laughs> maybe it's, my, it's it's in public domain. It's like happy birthday.
1: Maybe his maybe his social media manager. This is part of their job. But then you look, you know, you look into the reflection of the mm-hmm. mirror, and guess who's taking the picture? and also seems to be only partially clothed, Jason.
0: I mean, my only guess could be uh Eric Andre's life partner Emily Ratajkowski.
1: That's right. So they they went to the Knicks game last night and it was it was a real trifecta. It was it it was it was Eric Andre, Emily Ratajkowski, Diplo.
0: Well, it was a quad, it was a quadfecta cuz Diplo was wearing those fucking shoes
1: oh, oh yeah diplo is still wearing the mischief shoes
0: ass shoes. come on bro i
1: hate the shoes i fucking hate the shoes i don't even want to talk about them
0: but that being said i was looking at that i was looking at his post with the shoes and i'm like if i was famous enough to receive them just like have them sent to me to my hotel room in my size with the unboxing like we all know that I would wear them. To, I don't know if I would be able to wear them to a Knicks game. I don't have that much chutzpah. I don't
1: think. I don't think you would be wearing them courtside, but you could <laughs> wear them to the to the bodega. That's true. But anyway, it's a big day for Eric. It's a big day for Emily. Uh, we'll get into it. But I. I also there's some other news. Um, and this this is breaking hearts on Valentine's Day. It looks like um musician Pharrell Williams skateboard P, uh <laughs> is is taking over the house of Louis Verton
0: he's no longer skateboard pee he's he's like pin cushion pee
1: yeah I mean his his seamstress work is I mean I look he's famous for wearing um a hat for a little while but also also speaking of Tom
0: Brown he kind of he he really kicked off five foot one guy wearing shorts as a suit kind of thing like short suit no tom was he's, tom he's was definitely doing on the red carpet for years tom
1: was definitely new before him just based on age alone we
0: don't know that we don't know that we
1: actually do know that they probably
0: both came up with it at the same time
1: that's true they were they were at breakfast and they kind of were like who's gonna do it first <laughs> and so i so this is bad news for a lot of reasons one because it's <laughs> he's a music producer <laughs> Um, A very talented one. It's it's going to be a very strange thing to watch people react to this because everyone loves Pharrell because he's given us so much. He's truly a genius. He's great looking, personable.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I said this earlier this morning in the group chat, but he's also um up all night for good fun. So the guy likes to have good fun. So I assume that his designs will also be good. His pattern making... His hemlines, his lapel work.
1: I saw, I saw uh, my friend Luke this morning. He was like, they're gonna have the streets in a headlock with the cactus plant flea market Louis Vuitton drops, <laughs> which is, <laughs> which is, uh, extremely sad and also extremely true.
0: I love it when when somebody has the streets in a headlock and it involves <laughs> cacti. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, me too. So cactus plant flea market LV coming soon. But I mean, I, I and shout out to friend of the show, uh, longtime friend Jacob Gallagher for getting the scoop. Mhm um on this he he broke the news at the wall street journal which is a big a big get for him i'm very proud of him and, and i asked how many people he had to confirm this with and he was just like a shitload <laughs> so uh i think yeah, how, that, does, the, how
0: does how does I, I actually always wondered like how does that scoop happen does somebody tell somebody tells him or he pries that information out of someone yeah it's some, uh, not one then, of those and then he has to go and ask like seven other people who are aware of the situation they'll be like you hear it from me but it's yeah you know, i think it's gonna
1: happen yeah basically yeah because because once, I mean, you know, Wall Street Journal, you crazy. Once you, once you tell people, you know, you can kind of tell by their reaction, even mm-hmm. you know how, how far you can push mm-hmm. with them to get the to get the confirmation. But yeah, I mean, look, it's it's you know, it, it's not great. Um, hopefully, it doesn't affect the human race. Adidas collaborations. <laughs> um, I know, I know, you're pretty into those. Yeah,
0: I mean, because if 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 that takes a hit, I don't know what they're going to do at TJ Maxx uh, to keep the shelves stocked.
1: It makes me wonder if like. Martin Rose, Grace Wales Bonner. If these other people said no, because <laughs> I, I, I just, I just want, honestly, I wonder because I mean, I think this will obviously work for monetary reasons, I would guess, and that's like a kind of a home run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but you know, the the like the idea of I don't know getting someone who does this professionally to kind of do it, uh, is is also Those days so, are long gone, long gone. I mean, they are, but they aren't. I mean, it's still like. I just everyone knows that Martine Rose was designing a lot of the stuff when Virgil was there, mm-hmm. so it makes me think it was her job to reject. Is my is my personal feeling? I have no data on this, obviously.
0: Yeah, but I think those situa- those situations that people who are actual professional clothing designers who have worked their whole entire life for an opportunity like this, not unlike uh, me complaining about celebrity DJs taking our jobs. It's the same. It's the same exact thing. It's like it has nothing to do with talent or skill. It's just like, will your name being attached to this make more money than, you know? Nobody knows who Grace Wales Bonner is in the real world. I do, you do, we're both gay, that's the only reason. But otherwise, they're like, oh, Pharrell, me no Pharrell, happy, I like, and then that's it, you know?
1: Yeah, but I mean, nobody knew who Virgil, I mean, they didn't really know who Virgil was. You, You know what I mean? Like, that was like a, I mean, they knew him a little bit, but the real question is, what is gonna happen to Kanye West today? You know, because I I feel like this. You is, mean on
0: Valentine's Day?
1: Yeah, without without Kim by his side, he can't even see his damn kids. Well,
0: I mean, he's he's recently married, so he's probably just gonna yeah, that's true. You know, get head from his scammer chick and then take a nap <laughs> and and then watch Failure to Launch
1: on Hulu. No different than anybody else's Valentine's. He's no, like, I you mean, you I just think check out this, this is
0: Ashton Kutcher vehicle on on Netflix. It's about two best friends who. Wouldn't you know it? Are actually in love? No,
1: no. We're gonna order some Dave's hot
0: chicken to the house.
1: Don't, don't
0: spoil 60 it. Piece.
1: I think, I think he's actually. I think that this could actually send him. This this could be the darkest spiral we've seen from him yet. I I feel like we might even get a comment or some sort of public reaction.
0: Yeah, with with uh, with Yay gone, I ask, who is going to run this town tonight?
1: I mean, it's it's a, it's a great question i love that rihanna song so i I, I was i was wondering
0: that's not a song that's like a it's a car commercial melody hey
1: man that that's and that's what keeps the lights on Mm. um i wish i had i wish i had a commercial melody
0: all the light yeah and fuck rihanna for playing two kanye songs and not bringing kanye out that is that is exploitation as much as i love rihanna that's a you have enough songs to where you don't need to do Kanye yeah, West yeah. songs that you were featured on. We
1: were having a lot of discussion about this um, this whole thing, you know, the whole Rihanna, because because we recorded before the the halftime show, obviously. And I thought it was great. I mean, I, I just, you know, I, I've seen her. I li- did not. I've seen her live. Snoozer. Before, yeah, but but it's like that's her whole thing. Like it, they're all boring. Being boring. The only one that was good is Prince. Name one other one that was quote unquote exciting. Well. This is
0: this is what this was my point on Sunday. I do not enjoy the music of The Weekend whatsoever. But his halftime show it was it was two years ago. It was the it was it it was one or two years ago. There was the the West Coast Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre one, and then The Weekend was the other one. The Weekend was an emotional roller coaster. I was like, damn, this is this is a good. He put on a good show. He did what he was supposed to do for a Super Bowl show, a big spectacle, crazy stuff going on. Rihanna was good. I mean, she's pregnant, so like, she's not going to be able to really blast off that choreo like she's in Black Pink
1: or something. The fact that, but she, but what I'm telling you though is, I've seen Rihanna and she never blasts off the choreo. That's like not. Who, that's like not what she does. I just think that I, the weekend. It's funny you say that because I am a weekend fan. I don't remember that at all. I don't remember a single thing about that performance.
0: I think he closed with Blinded blinded by the lights or whatever that song is and i was like damn i hate this fucking stupid ass song but yeah 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 he's cooking no he's
1: great i mean his show is amazing yeah his show is amazing i mean i've seen it i saw it recently but yeah i think
0: that's the difference it was it's a show and not a whatever the rihanna thing was i mean it was it looks cool you know the willow perron like what if we did this and it was floating and what if there the stage is actually no stage at all type of thing but then it's also like i see a football field with like a Budweiser spray painted on grass like we're not in the future guys well
1: yeah but that I mean what are you supposed to what are you supposed to do what are you supposed to do work
0: work with your organic environment but anyway we got a guest here
1: people expect so much out of these things I'm just surprised by it all right yeah we do have a guest today um this is this is a long time coming for how long gone uh especially for me a, a big fan um mm-hmm. of the band the goo goo doll goo goo dolls as you guys all know iris just crossed a billion streams oh, wow. we all grew up with that we all grew up with this they have a new record they're going on tour it never ends um and i will say i'm gonna i'm gonna ask johnny resnick this as soon as he gets on but like what other people have made it this far from buffalo <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the kind of that's the because i I don't know he might be the best. he might be the best thing ever from Buffalo. I, I'm gonna say that now before I there talk could to be him. a
0: couple drug smugglers that put up some pretty big numbers. <laughs> but uh yeah, let's <laughs> let's give Johnny a zoom and we're gonna get into all that and more. a perfect Valentine's Day guest
1: if you ask me. What kind of headset are we rocking? Like full cans, or we have like a microphone attached to it?
2: Like a full, uh, like I work at the call center. That's- <laughs> okay,
1: okay, sure. Okay. you know, I've actually, I, I've. It's interesting that you have that because I've also thought about making the switch yeah. to that. I'm very interested in being hands free. Yeah. Um. But I, but I haven't been able. Are is this because you're gaming so much, or do you have this for other reasons?
2: No, I, I just um. I keep losing the AirPods,
1: so so okay. So sure, I got this okay.
2: big honking <laughs> thing with a quarter <laughs> on it. I'm just, i you know, I'm I'm obviously I'm older than you guys, but but uh yeah, I'm just. Thank you. <laughs> just on the cusp of that that like some technology doesn't make any kind of sense to me. Okay.
0: Yeah, I I, I look forward to being there sooner than later, but I think there's those are f- those fun little idiosyncrasies synchronicities that we have that make us a little special is like you know what fuck airpods those things are stupid and dumb <laughs> yeah. and little and fuck them and then you're like you know that's that's what makes you you what what other what other technical things yeah, what are you shying away have from have you uh have you abandoned or shied away from yeah chat
2: gpt <laughs> <I'm> staying the <laughs> hell away from
0: that okay man. well good <laughs> we've never we've never even used it a single time so welcome home
1: welcome home thank you
0: do you still drive with a map or do you have the app on your phone no no man i'm i'm uh i'm all into my nav okay
2: and uh
0: yeah and my yeah and ways okay good 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 see that's an example of something where you're like damn how the fuck did i live without this
2: exactly you know what i don't know how i figured anything
1: out (laughs) before google
2: Mm -hmm.
0: you know
1: I'm just like, really? I used to have I, I, to like. No, it's crazy. go look it up in a book? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was truly a different time. I actually don't use Waze because I find it too confusing, and I think the interface is kind of ugly mm. um, from an aesthetic <laughs> standpoint. I don't know if that, that... But it's it must be so good that you're able to look past that. He
0: feels the same way about Spotify. He hasn't really wrapped his head around it yet.
1: Yeah, it's tough.
0: Spotify,
2: yeah, that's that's I have a love or hate relationship with that. Too. I bet
1: you do.
0: But people have found out how to use Spotify to play some of your songs just a few billion times though so somebody out there has it down (laughs) yeah Yeah, somebody's figured (laughs) that crap out (laughs) 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 somebody's cracked the code not easy you're like you're like
1: these young people keep rediscovering my shit on spotify so i guess i'll keep subscribing it's fine you know it's fine i'll (laughs) I'll give my 10 a month
2: 10 bucks a month for basically all of
0: recorded music yeah everyone wins except for the people that need to make a living off of it you know what i mean
2: uh yeah that's (laughs) yeah. it's it's, it's funny because i was listening to uh like a conference that they were having with all these kids that were graduating from from uh you know, some college where they, they learned about music business courses and
1: stuff. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay.
2: And, and so, you know, they they were having a Q and a, and, uh, they asked the speaker, um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to break into the music business. And the guy just like stopped him and said, don't be an artist. And uh, (laughs) he's like, get in on the tech side. He goes because there's no money left in being an artist.
1: Yeah, that's what I dream. That's what I was dreaming of in my bedroom when I was 13. You know? I want to get in on the tech side of this thing. That's really where I'm at. Because <laughs>
2: that's that's where all the girls and the money are.
0: Yeah, exactly. If I work hard enough, one day I can manage the TikTok profile of a SoundCloud rapper. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just the way my grandparents intended me to.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, a friend of mine is a uh, is a, is a really great songwriter. A guy named Sam Hollander oh i know and, uh, i actually
1: know sam from back in the day i used to do you really yeah i used to um i used to manage a band and sam and dave uh shared a little little studio on like you know off university place with uh jd oh wow and i used to yeah i know sam i, I know sam pretty well from back in the day well wow, that's crazy anyway go do you ahead know sorry, he's sorry. a
2: genius you know
1: and uh, yeah sam is very talented we all know his songs his work
2: unbelievable and uh so he was he was talking about working with an artist, and and he's like, "You're amazing. Let's go get a record deal." And all the A guys wanted to know about where the TikTok numbers. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's no. like, well, wait a minute. Don't you want to hear about twenty songs and make up your mind that way? But no, no, no. We gotta have a, gotta have a presence on TikTok. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's the same way for us doing a podcast as well. You know, they're like, "Hey, we do this thing where it's an audio only." art form mm-hmm. why do we need to make dumb little videos where the music sped up and i do a little dance you know like yeah it doesn't it doesn't make any sense and we're trying to resist that but i'm sure at some point we will also have a tiktok although otherwise we'll die you guys- <laughs> I,
2: i'm staying away from tiktok although uh you know although i said to i you know somebody said well why don't you just do just do a verse and a chorus from like 30 songs and just put them all up at once see what happens then
0: okay and just,
2: just you and a guitar doing that and then i'm just like yeah it's just the thought of being a real adult <laughs> and being on tiktok kind of creeps me out <laughs> I,
0: I like i like the the distinction between being an adult and being a real adult <laughs> being a real adult yeah somebody with some <laughs> self-respect perhaps
2: <laughs> um yeah, just somebody with, with a kid and uh bills. <laughs> sure. And uh, all that kind of fun stuff. Okay, sure. <laughs> okay. Know? Okay, you got bills. Somebody who's seen the pains of the real world. Yeah. I mean it's kinda it's kinda strange. It was like I was I'm always trying to read these articles about how to be a better dad because you know, because I'm neurotic about about
1: being a dad
0: because so far not so good so far not so good
1: <laughs> damn <laughs> no i'm sure you're a wonderful dad how many kids do you have just one just one that's it and you waited it, she's she's pretty young right like you waited a while she's six
2: yeah she okay just turned yeah. six okay and uh you know and it's amazing it's amazing and i love her i'm gone too much sure you know but uh trying to negotiate that is uh an interesting experience but (laughs) but it was like like, so i subscribed to this newsletter about how to be a better dad and they're like three things you need to teach your child now honesty uh reliability and humility
0: Mm.
2: and i'm just like wow wow (laughs) you know and it just the world has changed it's like i yeah (laughs) hope and i'm like you know people are suggesting that we go to church. I'm like, no, I don't want to go to church.
0: No, no. So yeah, back in our day, I was like, learn how to stand up to a bully. Uh, you know, stuff like, you know, child stuff. And now it's like.
1: Exercises in humility. If your parents would have taught you you humility, you might not have ever gotten to where you are today, though. You know what I mean? Oh, you no, gotta I, have oh a little my parents swag. taught
2: me humility, man. I mean, I I went to Catholic school for nine years. <laughs> oh wow! And my parents taught me humility. Like, here's the fastest lesson in humility. Okay, you right? Like, anybody? Anybody remember this sound? <laughs> <laughs>
1: The Back of a shoe <laughs> is that a belt, yeah? No, that's
2: that's yeah, that's that's getting smacked upside <laughs> yeah, down, yeah. I know
1: I was we I, li- I grew up in a belt household as well, which I think now my parents might be in jail for that. Um, but it, it is, yeah, it did teach me maybe that's why I'm so well adjusted, Jason. Maybe that's why I'm so well behaved,
0: yeah, and why I'm such a naughty one because let's face it, I like the spanking, no one ever hit me with a belt, <laughs> and uh, but I think nowadays there's a real difference between hitting your kid. And giving him a good smack, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: it's true. It's true. It it's is true. a fine
0: line, but those who know, know. Yeah, there. Is, I haven't crossed that line yet. Good for you. She's a little girl.
1: Yeah, if it was a dude, if it was a dude, it'd be different.
0: We're getting milkshakes after.
2: I, I haven't gotten to that spot. If I had a son, though, like just dealing with the other little boys that are hanging around and all <laughs> that,
0: with all the other kids, I'm just like, I, I'm so grateful i have a girl until she starts hanging out with those guys <laughs> exactly exactly that's when you're gonna have to go change your prescription yeah i know
2: dude and i'm an old dad mm-hmm. i'm an old dad compared to all these other guys i was
1: gonna ask you i was gonna ask you what's the vibe at the you know at the pickup line are they like oh here comes this fucking guy or are you vibing with the younger dad oh you that, know that...
2: yeah i mean there's definitely a disconnect from being a Gen Z guy, uh, or being a excuse me, a Gen X guy, mm-hmm. and all the dads are millennials. There's sort yeah. of like there's a certain certain disconnect between the two generations in it, but but you know, I mean, they're all cool. They're all cool, and 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 um, I, there's a couple of dads my age too. Which is which is nice, you know.
1: Sure, I just you know I think that I've always I hear these stories from from our friends that have kids where it's like something that having a kid does that nothing else does is force you to To spend time with people you might never spend time with, absolutely. <laughs> and sometimes, sometimes that's good, and sometimes that's not great. Yeah. Um. But I, I imagine that you bring a different je ne sais quoi to the to the kind of carpool line. I'm just, I'm just, you know what? I just wave and smile, and I'm as nice as I can be. Okay. Uh, smart,
2: smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But Johnny, way. Whenever anybody asks me about what I'm doing, I'm just like, uh, "Not much. What are you doing?" <laughs> like, I'm <a> constantly <laughs> okay. Pivot the conversation away
0: from yourself.
1: You know, I mean, it's like I don't need to talk about what the hell I'm doing. It's on TV. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if those guys will be able to to relate to the kind of the grind of touring. You know, it's
2: pretty insane. It's pretty insane. You know, you're going back on tour. Yeah, and uh, we're just
1: doing like just sporadic shows here and there. So you get to so you get to sleep in your own bed, ideally.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mostly, I generally have a gig on the weekend or something like that. So I'll just fly out on Friday come home Sunday
0: that's perfect that really is perfect oh, that I, really is perfect because I a little
2: like- schedule at alone time oh my God you know <laughs> what man? hotel time nothing better than sleep until you just
0: till you wake up right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> no, sleep. A- I'm just sleeping until I wake up then I'm gonna order room
0: service so so as you get older that never gets old that never gets old okay yeah you know
2: I mean I fi- I but like I'm on this like I'm on this campaign I'm gonna be the most in shape dad
1: regardless of age at my kid's school because it's like let's talk about it let's talk about it so you you, are
0: sober very cool yeah exactly well (laughs) i'm very sober (laughs) i'm very
2: sober
1: we have a lot in we have a lot in common i'm also trying to be the fittest dad um but i don't have any kids but i'm just getting up there in age you know what i mean so it it feels right He, he has
0: also replaced substance use with the glory of fitness. The yeah. glory
1: of fitness. It's a classic pivot which I'm I, I I we've seen many times. But what is your what is your poison now? Do they have an Equinox in Buffalo? <laughs> uh well,
2: I live in New Jersey. <laughs> so,
1: okay. <laughs> so uh
2: no, I haven't seen an Equinox, but uh but there's this, there's I, the little town that I live in, it there's like a lot of local mom and pop things. So there's like this it's a local guy Trainer opened up a gym. That's that's where I go. It's open all the time. You have a little key card. You just go in there and just and you blast whatever music you want. Nobody's ever in the place. It's like it's really fun. It's really fun.
1: This sounds ideal. This sounds ideal. So are we doing cardio? Are we lifting weights? Are we going heavy? What are we what's the program right now?
2: Well, I mean it's a pen like well, okay. You know, I start every workout with cardio.
1: Got it. okay. End it
2: with, with longer cardio. You mix your cardio up between if I got time. I'll do long, slow thing, yeah. keep my heart rate around seventy-five yeah. percent. Always use a heart rate monitor. Um, you know, and then I'll do HIIT training. Okay. You know, a couple days a week. Cause if you do that every time you work out, you'll destroy yourself. Yeah. And um, and then and then uh, I'll do like upper lower body splits like four days sure. a week.
1: Sure. Okay, yeah.
0: Johnny's getting
2: it in. I'm a big fan You're getting of it in. Uh, <laughs> X and uh uh Jeff Cavalier. Like I don't know if you
1: guys are aware of that guy. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I I feel like Athleen X I've seen like a, I've seen the word before but yeah. I would love for you to explain it. Are
0: they open for Evanescence, I think. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: no,
0: This guy this guy this guy is
2: is he's, he's he's got some really interesting insights into into training and nutrition and all this kind of stuff. You know, and it's like, okay. you know, he's he's he was a he was a strength and conditioning coach for for uh I think it was the Mets. And um, oh, wow. and okay. then he, then he started this thing. The guy's in an in insane shape. Uh, yeah, you know he he has one
1: cheat meal a year. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's so sick i holy
1: mean holy shit that's the thing about these guys like sometimes i see these trainers that aren't in shape and i'm like why on earth would i hire you i want a guy like this that looks <laughs> like he's chiseled from stone and he has one cheat day oh he, this guy is that's crazy. what i'm looking for that's the level i'm trying yeah. to get to
2: right it's something to aspire to it's i mean you know i mean that's his job so it's kind of like what you know you i mean he dedicates himself to the whole thing i mean but he's
0: damn one cheat meal a year he won't even go to Dunkin' to use the bathroom. I bet. <laughs> no, no, <not>. he's, got, <laughs> he's got to find a salad bar. Yeah, he's got, a salad bar. I only <laughs> use
1: the bathroom at Sweetgreen. It's a rule. Yeah. What? Uh. <laughs> now, what? Uh, what are you diet wise? Because obviously, you know, and, and exercise wise, traveling, touring makes that yeah. very difficult. I'm. I tell talk to my travel agent, or when I'm doing my own research. I kind of will stay at a hotel based on the gym. Yeah. Like if it's at a you know, I I will make that decision. Are you in the same boat? Yeah. The first thing is definitely gotta have a gym.
2: Um, but what I started doing when I go out on tour, every time I pull into a town, um, I have a rental car. Flex. So what I do (laughs) is I'll get in the rental car and then I'll and then I'll Google, you know, best gym in town. Whole Foods near me, <laughs> whatever you know. And then, <laughs> um,
0: and Johnny, a this is fucking me up,
1: bro. This is fucking me up because is-
0: you're basically this is this is the ghost of Chris' future. Like, this is basically this, <laughs> this is, is what I do. What Chris this is exactly does every what I do. Yeah,
1: this is exactly what I now, do. Where
0: can I get the best smoothie after I go to the best gym in town? Right, just that kind of thing. Because it's like you, it, it's impossible. It's
2: like, and yeah, you know what I've noticed when you have to eat in restaurants a lot, and you guys know this because you travel a lot the meaning of plain means nothing like <laughs> I just want because it's like I got nothing against red meat I'll eat red meat I love red meat love a good burger I uh, I just don't want anything on it
1: okay because I don't right. I don't
2: you know you take the top of the roll off I'm just trying to be realistic but it's like I, I try to stick mostly to like like vegetables and chicken. Uh, you know, and then some protein shakes.
0: But then you go to the restaurant, you order that, and you're like, here's our broccoli Alfredo. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, you're like, God, exactly. it's <laughs> it's really hard to get uh some steamed veggies, some some grilled chicken and some plain white rice. That's it. In 2023, yeah. you, unless you're cooking it yourself. Good luck. Right,
2: exactly. You know, and i and and you know, the we always have like a um like a rice steamer with us on the bus and that, mm-hmm. you know. Um but you know, it's it's difficult. Some days, some days, yeah, you wind up missing a meal, and then and then I'll eat pizza at midnight. Sure. And then I'm like, okay, well, you got to do X amount of time, you know, extra gym.
1: Yeah, this is this is yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's calories in, calories out. At a certain point, as they say, right.
0: I, I like that. At a certain point in your the the whole overarching trajectory of your musical career. You guys have basically just turned into a vegan straight edge touring band at this point. <laughs> yeah, yes.
2: exactly. Yeah. yeah, kind of. I mean, well, our drummer was our drummer Craig was a vegetarian, and then he just like one day he was just like, but the guy never he wasn't like an annoying
0: vegetarian.
1: <laughs> don't don't come don't come an for me vegan. on my own podcast.
0: <laughs> he kept it. He kept it close to the vest. He wasn't trying to brag about it. Yeah,
2: like that was just he was just like he was just I never I never liked the texture of meat. So I'm like, yeah, I, I respect that. That's cool, you know. And um, but now he, for some reason, he just started eating meat. It's like it's it's, and he's like, I feel so much better. Interesting,
1: you know, probably like an an energy level thing. Never
0: say never, man. The body changes.
2: Yeah, the body changes, and your nutritional needs change. And like, you know, you're and you reach a certain age, and you're prone to a little more injuries. It's like you have to be very in tune with your body when you're hitting the gym, because it's like. Okay, well, yeah, I could bench press my body weight 10 times, but I'm going to blow my elbow out. So, I got to take it down for you. It's not it's not worth it. Yeah. It's, it's not, not worth, not worth it. 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 And then, you know, and there's there's uh, there are different paths to hypertrophy, I suppose, you know, and it's like, you know, some days you just got to do, you know, five sets of push-ups until you fail just to get the blood in there and then and then, you know, okay, so
0: just
1: to feel something.
2: Just yeah, you know, or or you, you know, I mean sometimes you gotta modify what's going on and then there's days I feel like a beast and I'm like, great, let's do this. You
1: know? That's those are my those are my favorite days as well. Yeah. Me, now did this PR day did this so did this kind of lifestyle, did this happen post sober or were you flirting with this before you were really able to take it into fifth gear once you stopped partying?
2: I uh I always worked out. I always worked out. Okay. Because I always drank so much. Okay, sure, <laughs> sure, sure. Okay, yeah. So And it's like there is nothing like Staying up till five thirty in the morning, and then and then passing out, and then getting up at nine
0: and trying to work out. You know, and you're just like, Ugh. Mm-hmm. That had to end. And and real quick for the record, alcohol was your poison mostly.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, mostly,
0: yeah,
1: and um, <laughs> mostly, yeah, mostly, yeah.
0: Got it. Mostly, yeah. If I drink enough, I need a bump too, so it's a safe space.
2: <laughs> yeah, I just see my my thing with cocaine was like every time I did it, I was just like. I just blew a thousand bucks and I am not nearly high enough. Yeah. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. <laughs> you know? <laughs> sure, sure. You know I like I, 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 the, 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 the whole time I'm like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you're ruining I don't, I don't feel anything. You're ruining your yeah. friends' high as well as your own by by yeah okay. So it's it wasn't funny. Meanwhile to be you,
0: you everyone around you is like, get a little Axl Rose over here and in your head you're like, I don't even feel anything. Like, yeah,
1: I feel nothing. <laughs> what a
0: waste of money. You know? <laughs> We should probably get more. Yeah, yeah
2: just exactly. To be on the safe side, right? Just exactly. To sure. Are we gonna have to buy more? That's a good <laughs> just idea. Just to be sure.
1: I mean, I think. But uh, the ro- Those nights are few. Far between. Yeah. I mean, the road. Does, the road does it to you for sure. I mean, I think that like it, it's. I, I don't think people understand how boring touring is. Yeah. It's a lot of like waiting around and sitting around, and there's. Yeah. There's, you know, that like the sound guy's going to get you coke. Your your dressing room is going to be full of whatever you ask for, which I'm sure is alcohol. It's just there's nothing. There's it's a little bit of boredom, I think, plays into it.
2: There is, I think, and I think a lot. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think you can fall into some pretty serious addictive behavior. Yeah, when you're you know, because of boredom. I mean, and you're lonely out there. There is a certain amount of solitude that's great, but I have friends that are stand up comedians, and I always feel really bad for those guys because they travel alone you know at least i have a gang of people that i'm with i have i have social interaction with them for sure
0: meanwhile for me i'm like traveling alone god what a fucking dream come true it does it sound like
2: a dream come true where would you where's the first place you want to go alone
0: (laughs) i've been i've been wanting to go to vegas pretty soon just solo three days Mm -hmm. hang out in the room Get some writing done, not songs, but
1: um Yeah, I do too. Yeah, you know, just, but John, I just we like were being told alone. That we were told by Got a friend it. that um, <laughs> it's Francis Ford Coppola, right, Jason? Is that is that it's the who wrote I forgot who would do that. It was a Coppola would go to Vegas to write because you would get a room really high up and it was like you could always order food. You could always go do something 24 hours a day, but you could really concentrate on writing. Yeah,
0: it, it's, it's like when some people, you go get a cabin in the woods and finish the great American novel. It's, it's just like that except... You can get a hooker if you want and there's free room service twenty four <laughs> hours a day. And you
1: can get a club sandwich and a blowjob anytime you want. So it makes it a little better. <laughs> it's like being out in the woods. Yeah, exactly.
0: With room with room
1: service and, <laughs> and massage and Yeah,
0: when you come back from uh, from from bear hunting there's a little chocolate on the pillow. It's a nice touch, you know. It is great. In Vegas
1: alone, Jason. I mean, I did it recently. I went to go see Morrissey um who was doing uh shows at Caesars and I went alone because obviously no one would join me. <laughs> and um it was it was uh it was um it was a little dark for me. I, not not in like a way that like I want to do drugs. It was just like no,
0: it's dark. It's a dark place. If
1: you don't have anyone to talk about the crowd at Mr. Chow at six p.m. on a Friday night in Las Vegas, then it becomes you internalize it, and that might mm, get unhealthy. Yeah, I think. yeah. I don't. Sense. I
2: don't think Las Vegas is a. Uh a very healthy place. An awful, awful. No, place. no, sure, no. In general, I have fun when I, I don't
1: gamble either. Which is like, I'm so happy that I never <laughs> got into gambling. Me neither, dude. Me neither. Same. I, I just don't. I can spend money just fine. I don't need to light it on fire. <laughs> oh yeah. I do not need to do that. Yeah. Why do you guys? So why do you live? Did you live in New York and LA, and then you were just like, I hate this shit, and moved to New Jersey? Yeah. I, or is there another reason?
2: Yeah, I did. Well, um, my wife's family is from here.
1: Okay. So okay.
2: when we had, when we had. The kid, we uh we were just like, Yeah, we're getting the hell out of LA because I lived I lived in the hills in Hollywood. It's like that's no place for a child. It's like <laughs> <laughs> Just Los Angeles in general is not a place for children. You don't you
1: don't you don't miss it a little you don't miss it a little bit, the modern conveniences of of city living? I live a half an hour from New
2: York City, so I'm like
1: (laughs) But let's be let's keep it real though. How often do you come into New York City? Because we know all know how this goes.
2: I'm in the city all the time because my buddy has a studio there and that's that's where we work and mess around. Okay,
1: okay. So you have to if you're gonna write or do anything, you got it you don't have one in your house, so you have to come to the city. No, I don't have anything in my house.
2: I have nothing like if you came into my house you would not even know that a musician lived here
1: not even a harmonica this is very cool so you're saying to me that so you this
2: is all your wife's fault what's <laughs> going on here <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no it's it's my decision you know i mean it's like, okay like because i just always felt like you got to have a private room in your house right you got to have a private room in your house where you you put your accolades on the wall and yeah you, you know you can go you can go into this secret little room and uh kind of look at what you've achieved like the gene
0: simmons kiss room <laughs> yeah where you exactly. stash, all the exactly. shit
2: right exactly it's like where, like where you don't have to burden your the whoever comes over to your house and you look like a douchebag because oh here's all my here's <laughs> all my stuff on the wall
0: but when they say like show me the stuff then you can be like all right we're gonna go to the room and yeah if they really want to see it it's all there yeah
1: but i don't have one of those you don't have <laughs> one at all so where no. where are the plaques are they in a storage
2: space uh they're in my basement in Boston. Boxes and okay. my sisters have them i have one okay. thing that i keep and it's um it's from the songwriters hall of fame Ooh. i keep that one okay you know on the mantle of the fireplace because to me that that's something that i need to look at and remember why the hell I do this? Okay, that's
1: that's actually okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. So you're saying the 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 plaques, like all the numbers shit, doesn't matter. But songwriting is what you actually care about.
0: Why that specific plaque compared to you know? A, I'm sure you guys have won a Grammy or no, at the very least an MTV award. No, neither. No, we got
2: nominated for four Grammys. Never, you know, MTV, never nothing. But uh, Jesus
0: Christ. But uh, but also like with the Grammy awards, there's so many you know backdoor politics and favors and things like that going on whereas a songwriting award is just based on pure songwriting which is what you consider your gift to the world to be so it makes sense that that would be the one that you respect the most
2: yeah i mean i you know i it's like um I'm not too obsessed with like being a rock star
1: or whatever. You know, and I know guys who love being rock star. Johnny, I believe I believe you, but your hair would lead me to believe different. <laughs> well, okay, you know what yeah. I mean?
2: So yeah. I don't I didn't say I wasn't image conscious. But <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. It's got okay, nothing right, to do all right, all right, with, right, you know, sense. acting like a rock star. Mm-hmm. So you're okay. saying
1: you know you some of your peers are they they fall into the tropes of what we as as citizens consider a rock star to be or to behave like. Right.
2: Like I know guys that have to do their hair and and put their boots and jeans on and like they leave the house in the morning dressed as the rock star
1: sure sure they can't go to
0: Petco
2: without putting their Harley boots on and everything exactly and I me I'm just like I'm if I'm not on stage, I'm I'm in
0: sweatpants mm. and a hoodie,
2: chilling with no makeup on, and I'm just like I don't, and I got a baseball hat. I'm just like fuck it, I want to be comfortable. I'm a grown ass man, okay. goddamn
0: it! I earn these sweatpants. Yeah,
2: you know, I mean, it's it's uh, I'm I'm very proud of what I've been able to accomplish in my life, you know, considering everything. Sure, but uh, I feel like it's best to keep it discreet.
1: No, no, I know? I mean, look, I think you're 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 right, absolutely. I mean, I think that it's like, but I guess I guess then. Is the like songwriting aspect of things? Is that where you feel the most comfortable, like in the studio yeah. in a session, either with for the band or would you rather? I mean, like if it was up to you, would that is that what you would do all the time? Yeah. Or Is the performing scratch a different itch as well? I think I would definitely
2: like to be in the studio all the time. I think that would be a lot of fun, you know? And it's like, yeah. but you can't do it. I mean, cause it's like, like you're saying, I mean, there's not, a, there's not a lot of money in songwriting anymore. Well, that's because every know?
1: song's got 24 people splitting it. So it's a little tough. It's I know a tough.
2: it's a little tough. It's <laughs> that too that there's that. And then, yeah, you know, and then, and then, you know, nobody buys albums anymore. So there's different revenue streams that are just gone now.
1: So you're saying having like an album cut, you basically have to have the hit or you ain't going to make any money.
2: You gotta, yeah, you gotta have a hit. And it's like, you know, music has changed since like, like I had a great run at like radio and I'm, st- and they still play all the old stuff on the radio. Oh,
1: we know, we, we know, we hear that shit everywhere yeah, we go. You know,
2: and, that, and that's a beautiful thing. Um, You know, I, I get, I get, concerned for uh like the young guys and girls just starting out because it's just like man you got so many things against you now yeah and it's it's just it's kind of um it's like and a lot of people they're using their musical career as as a launch pad for their brand (laughs) Yes, yes that's like instant like you know cock my fist back i'm gonna punch you in the face for saying that
0: <laughs> but <laughs> fuck you and your brand it's on site it's on site i'm, I'm i agree with that 100 percent. no i mean you're right but also you're right. Are, do you feel do you sorry to interrupt chris no go for it um johnny do you feel grateful that you were right on that kind of last beautiful cusp of like late 90s early 2000s where the artist was still getting that juicy check from from radio from album sales from mtv from all the shit well
2: mtv never paid for anything. well i guess
0: not mtv (laughs) but but
2: yeah yeah i mean it was i mean it was it was nice i i mean i feel for i feel for the young artists though because it's like it's they have uh, such a circuitous path to follow now Mm -hmm. and for very for for uh, you know diminishing returns and um you know where it was like it was very easy in in a way, it was a very straight path. It's like you know, you make the record, yeah. you send it to radio, you go visit radio, you bribe a couple of people, you know. <laughs> and, and then you're
1: like, you're like the amount of times, you're like the amount of times I had to play acoustic at seven in the morning, hungover. I exactly. earned this shit. I earned this shit. Do
0: yeah. a couple of steak dinners that you didn't want to do. Here's a few <laughs> right. jokes you don't want to laugh at. Right, exactly. And that and that was that was that
2: was the way to do it. But now it's just sort of like. Oh, I have to come up. I have to figure out a viral moment. The studio that I work in in New York, there, there, there's a few other writers in this place, and uh, and they're working with these TikTok kids. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm showing my age here, and it's (laughs) like I feel bad for them because it's like when you're in the studio, and you know this when you're in the studio, that is like the 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 dome or the cone of silence. You know, it's like like that's a sacred place where you get to be and do whatever you want so mm. ma- you know you got to make the sausage right mm-hmm. <laughs> nobody wants likes to see how the sausage is made but if you're a TikTok tock kid you got gopro cameras everywhere <laughs> you got a ring light you got a ring light attached to your fucking neck okay, so, like, <laughs> so. you're, you're,
0: okay, you're you're doing hair and makeup before you go into the studio
2: yeah you know and you're sitting there like I, I'm like uh, how, how, what's that like to be on all the time
1: no it's exhausting you know? I'm sure I mean, that's the thing when I, anytime I've been in a recording studio as a person who's not there to record I'm like this is boring as fuck get me out of here I don't want to see that <laughs> yeah. I don't want to see this bass player we should have never hired fucking trying to get this part right Like, oh, yeah. there's a guy in here that could do I this. can't oh, yeah. eat any more of these cookies exactly Like, yeah, I know there's a rock climbing wall, but I'm all set, you know what I mean? So it's a little (laughs) bit, it's a little bit like, I I do think that the, I think that's why when like music documentaries started really coming out, you'd start to see that stuff. It would be like a real window into like the creative process. Yeah. You know, and that's why it was so exciting. It was like, you see, fucking adele whatever you see someone like hum the melody yeah and then you see them get the lyrics and they you know they're like mumbling and blah blah. blah. like that stuff is really special to see yeah. but yeah when you see when you see the tiktok guy with his <laughs> ring light just like talking about how great his producer is it does kind of ruin the the mystique of the whole thing
0: yeah if, if it's if it's michael jackson laying down beat it for the first time or, or stevie nicks finally getting that melody down yeah well that's fine but not like Lil Freddie from from
1: <laughs> Not Lil you know, Freddy. who's got
0: two point three million followers for doing dope ass kickflips, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of <laughs> yeah. I this.
2: mean, I mean, the uh, the currency of fame has definitely gone down in value.
1: Oh, I mean, it's it's at the it's at the floor. But I mean, I think what's interesting about the band for me, always because I'm a long time fan, and a lot of my friends are as well. And I think it's like an interesting. You guys just occupy this interesting space where it's like you were just kind of like a a regular band that all of us would have seen at some point in our life at a bar at a club or whatever. And then shit just kind of exploded. Yeah. Like you're saying, like it was like, we just kind of did this thing and it all fucking worked. And like, we wanted to be the replacements. And then all of a sudden we were on TRL, Yeah, you know? And it's like, it's like that doesn't really, that just doesn't happen anymore because people have such an idea, such a a more clear idea of what they want to do or what they like have to do. They don't, they don't just let it happen. They don't just make a record and hope for the best.
2: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can't, you know I mean? That's true. We're, yeah. we're really lucky because like we, we just toured and toured and toured and toured for, I, I mean, you know, for the last 35 years, you know, I mean, whether we were playing in shitty little bars or, or like, you know, arenas and amphitheaters and that kind of thing, we just kept going and going and going. And, um, and we've been lucky enough to have an audience that that has grown with us and and um you know we we get to play in front of people we can put asses in the seats yeah yeah and that's 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 a, a beautiful thing and i you know i mean that's that's my first like if i say any if i said my prayers that would be like my first gratitude thing would be you know, thanks for letting me be able to earn a living doing this.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, of course. Is that
2: poor and famous shit sucks. no
1: yeah no poor poor and
2: famous ain't it bro i I
1: completely agree i completely agree
2: i'm like you know middle class and famous but you never really
1: you never really but you didn't play ball i mean you did what you had to do but you weren't like out here like dating actresses and coming out of the chateau fucked up like you were never fully playing that game were you no no no
2: no i kept it to myself it was really weird though because it was like like when robbie and i you're an overnight sensation. It took 10 years. Right? Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, of course. Years. It took 10 years for us to get anything.
0: You only had to play 8,000 shows.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But it was like the amount of backlash that we got, I was pretty blown away by. I was pretty blown away by like how people who we would come up with and and music critics who loved us, you know, just like fuck these guys. You know, and then mm-hmm. and now that, that was kind of when i said this this fame thing is bullshit so tighten up your circle mm-hmm. and work harder
0: keep your head down mind your business keep your head down hard. mind your business just say
2: please and thank you uh you know and people still talk shit about you i had to get off twitter because i'm just like like you know and that was back when i i've been off twitter so i still drank you know back then yeah and yeah. like Don't ever get drunk and look at yourself on Twitter. You know, it's like, because you like advice. That's great advice. Good advice. Because you're like, what the what? Like, I don't care. You can say my band sucks all you want, but don't don't talk shit about my friends or my wife or or
1: civilian oh yeah it gets it gets personal yeah if you don't like my record that's fine yeah but the rest of it no i know yeah, i mean because i don't give a fuck your opinion guess what your opinion is the equivalent
0: of
2: lint in my pocket
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and also anyone on twitter who cares enough about you to send a tweet about your wife or a family member of yours they already bought your album, yeah. so you're already, you know, joke's on you, joke's on them. You already made a nickel off them. Exactly,
2: but I mean, I would engage like, fuck you, you asshole. <laughs> and I'm like, and I get the call from my manager. You can't do that. What are you doing? You can't do that. I mean, huh? that's
1: the thing. It's It feels, the lines of, uh, th- there's too much ability to contact now. And I think that there's also, we talk about this a lot, but how celebrity now, there's no mystery, which I think is what, what used to work so well yeah. you know it's like you, you wouldn't really see somebody until they had something to promote right you know it's like DiCaprio could get fat between every movie because you didn't see him right you know and now it's like now you see, I see a picture of Leonardo DiCaprio every fucking day
0: now we got a Chinese spy balloon with the live <laughs> satellite view of his yacht
1: yeah it doesn't it just doesn't it's not it's not the way it used to be in those regards and I think there is I think you know it's like anything else it went It went too far the other way you know we need to land somewhere it back did in go- the middle. We need to land somewhere. Back I wonder.
2: I, I wonder if we can. I mean, is the genie been let out of the bottle, or are people going to collectively go? Because I, you know, are people going to collectively go? All right, enough of this shit. I got to put this shit down. Or we need to put up some
1: guardrails
2: because it's like I think. I think social media is especially toxic to young women. Oh yeah, it's insane. You
1: know? Oh, it's like absolutely twisted. I mean, I think it's like. I think, yeah. I think you read these are I mean, you see these articles. The New York Times fucking style section publishes one a week where it's like mm-hmm. some minor group of young people have decided that they only use flip phones now because it's better for their mental health yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Or then you see, yeah. or then you see it's like, or even in, in your case, you know, this is similar, you know, people using wired headphones because they're just like, all oh, this shit is too much. I don't want all this stuff. I'm yeah. just going to use some regular fucking headphones. So I think there are those like kind of small like backlashes, but I do think that a big shift I, I don't know what would happen like would the kardashians have to finally go away like i don't know i, I don't know what would actually what do it would actually take for it'll it'll
0: take apple making an iphone that doesn't have a camera
1: yeah yeah honestly but
2: i i i, I was reading about that same thing like these kids who just well <laughs> what i love about it is they the, the kids take their smartphones say i'm going to jimmy's house they dump all their smartphones at jimmy's house because they know their parents are tracking them and then they take off without them oh i like that i like okay that's a little cooler (laughs) so they're up to no good someplace else (laughs) but their parents think they're at jimmy's house
0: you know (laughs) i'm like clever but they're. but is it is it better to be up to no good with no cell phone the way that we did it when we were kids or or better to be uh, up to all good with your cell phone only, just watching cool videos. I mean, I, I think <laughs> and getting fat. I, I don't
2: think kids well, I you know, I don't think kids were as nuts as we were. But I don't think kids weren't. I don't think kids have the desire so, I mean, like, my parents were old, you know, you never thought, like, my parents never wanted to be my friend. <laughs> yeah, no. You know, yeah, no. Like,
0: yeah. I think there's something healthy about that. Your parents have never but, said, hey, little buddy, everything okay?
2: Hey, buddy, how you doing? Like, <laughs> shut up! I agree.
1: I agree with that. I totally agree with that. I think there's this weird, there is a weird thing where it's like, my pa- we're not equals. Like, you're my parents. Like, we, right. we have a great relationship, but I don't need to, like spill my guts to you that's not that's not how it's no no i agree i think it's not that's not really how it's intended to be
0: right yeah yeah does your daughter call you john hell no (laughs) could you imagine
2: i mean
1: like i john get in here yeah John, John, we need to talk
2: can you make me some macaroni and cheese no (laughs) like come on kid you know i mean i i i do my best to reason with her but you know i mean but it's like you know and and It's interesting because it's like you, these electronic devices and games and things like that are really great bargaining chips because it's like you just, (laughs) I just give her enough of that stuff to be able to impose sanctions whenever I need to. Sure. sure, You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's sort of like we're going to be diplomatic about this. You don't get your, you don't get the iPad Mm -hmm. for the half hour today you know but and i never like you know but just things like that or well you know if you're gonna eat chocolate cake at two in the afternoon you don't get dessert Mm. after dinner whatever you know I mean,
0: or or if um and on the other beautiful side of that daddy fucks up guess who's getting a new ipad oh yeah hell yeah (laughs) and it's all it's all forgotten yeah
2: you know and it's like like i got a little bit of
0: dough and she's the only kid i'm ever gonna have
2: Uh um so it's like every time i go anywhere i'm just like Oh, she would love that. Oh, she would love that. And I have to I had to train myself to stop. I'm like, you are going to fuck your kid up if you give her everything. (laughs) That's good parenting.
1: I mean, that's true though. It's good parenting. That's That's sweet. That's very sweet. Do you you think she gets like what you do for a living, or is it still a little blurry? She gets angry at me.
0: Daddy always goes bye-bye.
2: Yeah. She's she she gets angry at me and and um and then she and then she gets sad. Yeah. And it's like well, you know, so do I, you know, when I'm sad, I just get mad. Like I, I sometimes I feel like as a guy, you're only allowed one feeling. That's right. <laughs> right? Especially Don't hurt, a guy from Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Don't hurt my feeling. And, my, and my single feeling. Don't hurt it.
2: My it's one. I'm, <laughs> and then you look you at your wife feeling. and your child and everybody else. That's that counts on you, you know? And I always feel like it's, it's very important. I have to, yeah. My daughter has to see that I have an emotional part of me but i always feel like i have to project the everything's okay yeah of course yeah, cool. of course i mean yeah cool everything's cool i know your forehead's bleeding <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: but we're I, cool this is fine happens all the time <laughs> happens all the time <laughs> that's that you know? <laughs> you
1: know i i actually that's a method our ambulance is on the way i learned this when i i like um i went to see a trainer when i was in toronto and because of a, a few factors i passed out mm-hmm. and i I felt fucking insane, and he was so calm about it. And i like f- my head was bleeding. I literally fell over. My head was bleeding. He leaves it all on the yoga and mat. I, I was just I like, bro, what the fuck? He's like, that's what you're taught. Like, if if I would have acted like it was a big deal, you would have freaked out. Exactly. But because I acted like it was no big deal, you just kind of calmed down and, right. and drank some water, and you were fine, right? Yeah. I'm like, damn, I never, I never thought about that before.
2: Yeah, I mean, because kids, kids are looking for cues, like you know, like yeah. when you have you noticed this is like when a little kid is running. Down the sidewalk, and they trip, and bam, go down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and
1: then they look up at you to, to decide what to do, to decide if they should cry or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: And if you if you're if you're running towards them in slow motion with snot crying out of your <laughs> nose, they're gonna start snot crying too. They're gonna
2: freak out. Yeah, it's like he just you got to be cool, you know. And it's like I'm not always cool, <laughs> you know. And there's like, but I make my daughter, I make my daughter do everything with me. Like I'm like, Dad's cooking dinner, get in here. And I got to put her little apron on. She's got her little step stool. I'm like, here, we're going to crack some eggs in this bowl. Take this. You're going to learn. She's going to look like you're, she's going to learn how to do everything.
0: You know how to dress a deer? Get in here. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, I, I don't even, I don't know how to do that. I'd put a pair of pants on it. You know, but,
2: but, uh, I, you know, I just want her to, I just want her to know how to do everything
1: so that she's got some self-reliance yeah like well-rounded is no i think that's i think that's good
0: johnny you're making a good case for parenthood i must say as as two podcasters who are childless you're painting a nice picture and you're giving me hope for later well, in life it could jason happen.
1: i feel like that's because he waited till he was as successful as 50. Him. yeah he was like all right i'm <laughs> 50, good okay. like i'm good now so i can like concentrate on this i think that feels like a yeah yeah i feel like that's a cool
0: 50 it is i'll do it the johnny way yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: well i mean i wish
2: i had done it sooner but but i was so fucked up and and uh off on my own stupid trip like i mean i i had to i had to make sure that i was sober for a couple yeah. of years like before yeah, i was yeah, like yeah, yeah. there's no way because it's like i grew up in an alcoholic home and it's crazy it's crazy it's like there's there's it makes you grow up and you're like there's no stability mm. you don't know what the hell's gonna come walking through the door and it, and it fucks you up so it's like i'm not gonna do that to another human being.
0: so so growing up in that environment the thought of ever recreating that again even in even in your drunken state you you knew like that can never happen. That could I, I, never, ha, I, I have never have to thought be I'd stone have a kid. cold sober.
2: I never thought I'd have a kid. I never thought I'd have a kid. And my dad died when he was fifty-four, I think. Mm. And uh I just never I just never thought I'd be around this long, you mm. know. Um because it just it just felt like
0: that's just the way it is, you know. That's the way life works. Yeah, sure.
2: Yeah, it's like sometimes that's the way life works. Um, but you know, it, it took a lot of therapy and a lot of, and a lot of, uh, and some, you know, trying to, to unfuck my head to just go, you know what, I don't, I'm not my father and I'm not my mother. It's like, I don't have to be these people. I I can choose my path. Does that color my perception of the world? Yes. Mm -hmm. Do I have to sit back and go, okay, John, shut the fuck up and try to be rational. (laughs) Okay just calm the fuck down
0: okay
2: all right cool all right you know and then and then move on with your with your life but you know it, it's just you know I, I mean growing up in an environment like that definitely provokes a lot of anxiety in me as a father sure. you know just just yeah, because no, i mean how could it not? i could go could off the rails
1: yeah 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 i mean of course how could you not um so something we talk about on this show a lot with musicians um, that, that our listeners really love is we talk about, we call it sync talk, mm-hmm. and we talk about kind of a moment when you got a gigantic check for licensing one of your songs or maybe the opposite, you said no and you regret it to this day. You said no to like the you,
0: Arby's commercial and now you're really kicking <laughs> yourself.
1: I feel like you have a lot of these because yeah. you've had such a, a longer a long career and, and, uh, and your songs there's at least five or six songs that I feel like I hear weekly to this day.
2: Yeah. Um, I tried to shy away from, you know, licensing stuff to to politicians and things like that. Sure, although, sure. Yeah, yeah. Although, yeah. you know, I mean, I, I have on a few occasions if there was somebody that I really thought was an exceptional person or whatever, but...
0: Hey, 45 did a great job. I get it. <laughs> I, you know what? I I, I, I gotta be honest.
2: I, I'm kind of a whore. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I'm like, you're gonna pay me
1: what? All right, so you're saying you're saying I can't begin to even recount all the times that it was good. It was
0: good, man. You're like, I don't even, I don't even care what the movie's about. If that's how much you're paying me, let's fucking (laughs) run it up. No, I mean, I I definitely,
2: I've said no to, I've, I've said no to some things. Uh, I think there was a, a, a like a Pringles potato chip commercial that I said no to,
1: and uh, and I'm really glad I did. You're like I'm i Dorito- I'm a Doritos guy, okay. and I had to go with like my heart. Doritos? No, I'm saying I'm saying you had to go with your gut. I'm like I'm a lazy <laughs> yeah. guy. I can't do this. It would just be wrong. It'd
0: be wrong because yeah, the whole thing. Pringles are just all wrong anyway. Um, <laughs> so you said no to the Pringles check for just a personal reason. You don't like how it's hard to get your hand all the way into the bottom of the can. Yes. But it's exactly. it, yeah, it was, I'm a simple guy I had personal
2: reasons. Yes. But, but it was just, I don't know. It's just like, eh, this ain't a good look. And it's like, look, you know what times being what they are, you know, it's like somebody comes along and says, Hey, we'd like to use your, your song in, in this commercial. And it's like, you know, you just kind of go, you just got to go with your gut. Does that make me feel? bad or good
1: yeah 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 you know and more times it makes me feel good than bad that's right that's right yeah no i'm sure it does
0: (laughs) so how many how let's say how many episodes of dawson's creek have you got a check from oh god like that (laughs) a (laughs) hundred
1: every episode they ever fucking made you went you went
0: you went down to the creek a few times didn't you (laughs) (laughs) went down to the creek and cashed the check
1: (laughs) (laughs) i mean oh that's good i mean i i think that like it's also i always like to ask people in your position like do you feel – because there's this big article, you know, obviously this year at the Grammys, there was like Songwriter of the Year for the first time. Really? So there was this big – yeah, there was this big story in the New York Times with the Dream and another writer and they were kind of talking about how like you just – when you, you have to develop a gut when it comes to songwriting where it's like I know that this idea is it and it's worth chasing and I know I have a fucking hit and you got to know the other hundred times where it's like I got to put this on the shelf. It ain't got legs. Yeah. You know? And it's just like, do you, with some of these songs that have become like obviously iconic, especially in America, did you have that, were you like, this is the one for like first draft, like this is a fucking smash mm-hmm. or did you, did you doubt yourself?
2: No, nah, I mean, I look at every song and go, wow, this is
1: awesome. <laughs> okay. You know, it's like, <laughs> and if it's not so awesome, <laughs>
2: if it's not awesome, I'm like, that's why, uh, and I, I just throw it, you know, like uh, away you know i'll delete it from the computer or i'll just you know and everybody's like well where are all the b-sides and i'm like there there <laughs> aren't any b-sides why what's the point because they were shitty songs why would i like <laughs> like you write most of what you write is shit or most excuse me most of what <laughs> i write is shit <laughs> you know and and you you look for the gems inside that that
0: that place you know and it's 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 hard unless you when you finish the song if you don't say Johnny, you son of a bitch, you've done it again. If you don't do that straight to the recycling bin. Yeah. Throwing it away yeah.
1: seems yeah, throwing it away seems drastic but also so healthy in a lot of ways. Seems
0: very therapeutic. It's like I don't yeah. want to yeah,
2: well, you know, I don't want to wind up with like 10 terabytes of half-assed, half-done songs <laughs> sure, that I got to sure, wade sure. through, you know. And my thing it's like I don't
0: know. It's like I mean
2: I'm a really uh harsh critic of my own situation
0: and you probably have enough wave files on your computer called new song version 17.3, right? Yeah. You don't need to add another one. Yeah. Yeah. It get, it can get a little crowded.
2: I mean, I'm 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 heavily into editing. I mean there's a certain amount of time that you need to not edit yourself because you have to allow yourself to suck. You know, and that was like yeah, yeah. Richie Sambora said that to me one time. It was which I thought was we were trying to write a song together. And he's like, dare to suck man. <laughs> and I'm like Yeah to suck.
0: Yeah, the the sooner you get done sucking is is when you when you really start doing the good stuff. Yeah, I, you I have mean, to be willing to suck.
2: Yeah, it's like somebody asked me about what what is your songwriting process like and I said it's kind of like you're at an uh, an outdoor festival and you're in the portageon and your wedding ring just fell into the shitter and <laughs> and you got to dig around in there. Until you find that hunk of gold. Because you ain't going home without that ring. So that 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 makes perfect sense. Well, I mean, sometimes songwriting is really friggin' annoying. And the longer you do it, the less you have to, the less you can rely on raw inspiration and the more the more craft you have to involve in it, which takes a lot of patience. And it's like, and and you have to sit in your own frustration and get used to the taste of it. And then, um, and not forget what the taste of that frustration is. And then, and then, and then you're able to move on from
0: there. Yeah. I guess the hundredth time Dave diving headfirst into a porta potty it does get a little bit easier than the first time. Yeah. It's a little, it's a little easier to tolerate the frustration. Still shitty. Still shitty, but,
2: (laughs) but, you know, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I never underestimate my luck ever. Like it's been, it's been awesome, you know? Beautiful. And, um you know i don't know i mean music has changed and 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 so much i mean do i think i'll ever have like a number one hit again i doubt it but but uh you know that doesn't doesn't mean i'm not going to keep writing and and working and and, you know performing as best i can you know
0: that's beautiful to hear well I, i guess a guy like you what does somebody like you do on today valentine's day for your partner, do you have to write a brand new song every year? Do you get to play some of the
1: old ones. How does <laughs> yeah, it work? Nah, she's 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 over that shit. Um, <laughs> she's, she's like, I don't want to hear any more of your bullshit. Yeah, she's just
2: like, Yeah, that's great. That's great. Okay. Uh, um. Nah, she's she's really supportive, so that's good. But um, you know, it's weird too because I don't I don't play anything for her anymore. Because I, I feel like like when I'm working on demos and all these things, I just feel like it puts people in an awkward position mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like what is she supposed to say? this shit rocks, babe. <laughs> yeah it's like if it if you if you're not directly involved in the production and the writing or whatever the song it's like mm, just wait until it's done. you know that's and that's why I love collaborating with people more than sitting around writing by myself uh, you know because it's like you have a sounding board. And after 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 twenty something years of sitting in a room by myself,
1: you know, it's just kind of like I can't do this anymore. I, I need <laughs> I need contact with other humans. Of course, no, of course. I mean, that makes sense. I've always found that. I mean, I think that's the thing, right? All of the the fact that like the songwriting cat is out of the bag, as far as like the public goes like most people know it's a little bit of a group effort and in, in a lot of situations yeah you know the the idea of like the bob dylan character like sitting alone smoking cigs just blasting them out is just like not really <laughs> it's not realistic and it's yeah. also not healthy you know it's it's neither of those things It took three hits of acid and i finished the wide album in a day yeah, yeah it just that's not real you know it's just not realistic and i think that that's been i think it's probably better that that is, is that has been debunked
2: yeah you know i mean i mean there's times where i do have some songs that I just do on my own, but but that's it's few and far between because I just I would rather have someone to bounce my ideas off. And and I, you know, I I've tried to make it so I'm the weak I'm the weak link in the room. You know, this is my project or whatever. And if I'm the weakest link in the room, we're gonna do okay. You know, like I, I gotta I gotta work with guys that are better than me all the time.
0: And to be willing to admit to yourself that this person is better than me is also not the easiest.
2: Yeah, sometimes grudgingly.
0: Sometimes grudgingly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Fuck that That's- asshole. <laughs> I don't agree that you're a better songwriter than me, but but maybe some other people might, and I will give them a yeah, chance. Yeah, so
1: I have to give it up. Yeah, yeah. That's how this pod- That's how this podcast works, John. It's it's. It, it, I you know Jason kind of knows that I'm better. Mm-hmm. You know, not like not in every way, but you know he knows he's got a lot to learn. So it kind of works. It really works for us in our relationship. Yeah,
0: and then I get to edit out whenever he's funny. <laughs>
1: and we're all and we live happily ever after now is there a rivalry between you guys you think no no uh, honestly
0: yeah I think so I think so but that's what's that's what keeps it fun it's not a real you know yeah yeah no for sure rivalry yeah, yeah, where yeah, we yeah, we yeah. hate each other but uh, there's a healthy fun playful rivalry definitely
2: uh, yeah, you, yeah you saw how Lennon and McCartney turned out yeah exactly
1: yeah 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 <laughs> that,
2: that, 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 I
0: mean that didn't <laughs> I would rather be I would rather be
1: George Harrison so I'm, I'm gonna just take myself out of the conversation
0: I would too but unfortunately I am dating the Yoko so <laughs> oh we'll see what happens that's true
1: yeah I mean look good I, luck with I, that I think that the, <laughs> I think that the um the nature of any creative partnership is there's always you know a, a push and a pull that's what people like about it Yeah. you know that's what that's what people like that's what people listen to this and I think you can even hear that sometimes musically with some of these duos we're talking about I mean my favorite band of all time is oasis it's like you know who 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 better of an example i love oasis
2: i didn't like them at first but then i was just like These guys
1: are amazing, (laughs) and yeah, I I, who better than that? You're a song guy. You're you're a song guy. You know they got hits, man. They got slaps, and they. I mean, he's you know, Noel Gallagher is just
0: he's an incredible songwriter. They don't make they don't make rock stars like that no more. You
1: know, no man, they don't. That's my real issue. All right, Johnny, thank you so much for joining us on How Long Gone. It was a pleasure. Um, Great job. We're truly we're truly fans. Been listening to you forever, so it was really nice to connect some dots here, and and hopefully we'll get to see you uh, on the road this summer
2: yeah we'll be out there i really appreciate you guys taking some time to talk with me and uh have fun and uh good luck Jesus. having some kids <laughs> <laughs> thanks don't Johnny. say that you're gonna be waking up at five in the morning going fuck resnick i hate that asshole <laughs> oh, no.
0: but honestly you did a great job in your life and you did a great job podcasting not a lot of people can do all of that so uh, my hat's <laughs> off to you hope you have Thank a you. great valentine's day and I'm, I'm sure working on my brand. <laughs> yeah, and good luck with your personal brand and TikTok. Good,
1: thank you. Good luck with your brand. When I see you, when I see you on TikTok, I'm telling you right now, I'm getting in touch. You're gonna hear from me again. Well, You're gonna I mean, hear from me again. You know, when the drummer in Blink 182 comes out with a skincare
2: line, it's just sort of like we have jumped the fucking shot <laughs> Anything is possible. Anything is fucking possible. Anything is possible. All right.
1: All right. No, that's good. That's good. That's good. All right. Thanks, John. Have a good one, bro. Bye.